Everybody, man, this is Miguel Profector Sparza. Welcome to the No Judgment Zone once again, along with my co-host Bishop. What up? What's up, man? Yeah, man, we chilling, man. We've been we've been over here reminiscing, man, and talk, telling the stories, you know, off air. You know, some of the stuff y'all ain't ready to hear because y'all gonna be like, man, these dudes is Christians. Not ready. Not ready. <laughs> hey, I not be ready for that reality, man. They might not be ready for that. How it goes, you know? I mean, that kind of t- look. Every saint ain't ready for testimony. Nah, that's nah. why you overcome. Yeah, dude. Everybody not ready. Man, they're not. They're not ready, bro. They're not ready. And you know what, man? It's I thank God. Well, first let me just welcome everybody back in. Um, everybody listening from. SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, man, give us a follow. Um, we thank you for those that have been listening. Shout out to those that have found us once again. We want to shout out everybody that's been listening outside of our country, out of, you know, Africa, wherever you might be, man. We want to thank you for uh, continuing following us. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, God, Bishop, God. God more than anybody knows what you know we endure in this world. That's right. You know, we we don't have a high priest who can't sympathize. That's what he said. And relate and feel and be touched with the infirmities that we have. That's right. That's what I love about our God, our true and living God. Let me put that out there. Is yeah. is that we cannot sit back and say God doesn't understand he doesn't know how I feel or he's too distant he's too far out of our reach you know for him to possibly care about what we deal with come on he's not some God that oh we know he exists but we're just so nothing compared to him so what does it matter? That's not true either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, our God, we have access through Jesus Christ 
to have a relationship with God. That's right. He ain't somebody out of our reach. He ain't somebody we hope sees us or hope that he hears us or have this, you know, uh, fairy tale type of thing, you know, uh, uh, that we think about him on, you know, he's real. Come on. He is tangible. He is relatable. And he does care about us. He loves us. So much he sent his only son to die for us. Ain't that something, man? So yeah. I, I, I'm just so thankful today, man, that my God hasn't forgot us. You know, I'm so thankful that he's, God is so uh, willing and and uh, desires to give us the kingdom. That's what it says in Luke. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, man, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, man, you know, even in the word, Jesus gave an example of of a woman who came begging the king to avenge her. Every day she showed up bothering this dude. And he finally said to himself, man, I don't fear God. I don't really care. I'm paraphrasing. I don't really care about whatever. I, but man, this woman bothering me. Let me go adventure, man. Let me go so she can get up out of here. And Jesus said, how much more? <laughs> yeah. Won't he give good things to those who ask of him? Come on. Him being your father. Then he used another example. Who, you know, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. He called them evil. Bishop, he called them evil. He said, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more won't your Father in Heaven give you the kingdom? Bro, when I think about that stuff, I'll be like, bro, what am I tripping on? <laughs> Why do I take the attitude as if God didn't forgot about me or abandoned me or, or, or why, I, why I feel like he ain't going to do something for me? That's crazy. Hmm. So I just think about that constantly. You know, I, I, I just, you know, because sometimes you got to sit there. You know, God's not asking you to memorize a whole chapter, but if you could just focus on one thing, God will speak to you in that one thing. God will remind you, hey, look, you kind of overread, you kind of read this kind of fast. You kind of overlooked a couple of words in this scripture. Read that again. And let me talk to you real quick. And you sit and you read and you meditate on that one scripture and it'd be like, oh, gone. This is saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's yeah. how lately that's how God's been kind of doing me. He's just the Holy Spirit brings up a scripture or or, or a couple of examples or something and I just think about it and think about it and I'm like, man, there was so much to that, you know? Right, and, right, and, and, right. And he encourages me, you know, through that. Like we read the Beatitudes and sometimes in church it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we yeah, we read all that. And it's like, bro, do you really read this? Really yeah. read this. Really read this, like we're we're act, to understand. Yeah, really read this. We act like it's just some kind of uh, you know, 
10-step manual, but the Beatitudes, bro, this is life right here. This is the core of a lot of things right here. It ain't just, oh, if everybody's familiar with the Beatitudes, uh, bro, read that. <laughs> right? You know, and get an understanding like you just said, and it's like, man, this stuff pops out to you, bro. It becomes rhema to you. It ain't just something you read. It's, it's life to you. Right. You know, so God has been doing that with me, man. You know, Holy Spirit, just bring up scriptures and different examples and things like that. And I'm just like, man. God be like, oh, you don't want to open your Bible. Let me just remind you of the stuff you've read then. <laughs> You'll do it. Life <laughs> Let me work with what you did, you know, what I did deposit in you. Let me... Let me let me recap some things for you. <laughs> Amen. 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 So again, man, welcome everybody, man, to the No Judgment Zone, man. Uh, along with uh, Bishop, my anointed co-host, man of God, man. We we're just so thankful, man. We're excited today because you know, um, for one, I was really excited this morning. You know, I got up and the sun was shining and it was radiant. You know, and and part of it. Uh, also was that I, I, I heard the, the garbage man around the corner. I hear his truck. And the last time, they didn't pick up my garbage because it wasn't pushed out far enough to the street. Go figure. So they didn't pick up my garbage. I'm like, and they man. don't pick up yours twice since it snowed and they ain't got mine yet. Yeah, that's crazy, right? So I'm like, man, let me go and push this out more and take out this full bag of, you know, trash. While I'm at it, right. and I go and push it out, and man, that sun just, I stepped outside, and you know, it's been cold over here. We just got rid of the snow, thank God. And man, it was so warm, bro. Like the sun just like warmed the inside of me. Like that's how warm it felt. And man, I had to stop and just look up into the sky and just say, Lord, thank you. You're going to do something yeah. great in our lives. And I was, show you. I was just excited. I did a little two-step out there like, ooh, I feel this. No lie, mm. right? And I'm just like, Lord, thank you. And I'm just oh. like, man, God, that's how God is, though. Like, a lot of us do get excited about the sun, rightfully so. But, like, we have the S-O-N, like the sun, in our heart, right? Exactly. And he knows how to get us excited for the future because he said man he got a hope and a future for us his thoughts towards me ain't evil i don't know what these religious people be talking about god is angry he ain't angry at me <laughs> what the heck <laughs> look oh, his wrath was poured out on who yeah his wrath was poured out on jesus he said all of it all of it why are you angry at me because I didn't follow the 10 steps of the religious program that was set before me? Heck no. Man, God is well pleased with me, man. I have a hope. I have, a, I have something to look forward to. I have the words of well done, good and faithful servant to look forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to. Not this whole, well, you know. God's going to, you know, throw you in hell because you thought wrong today. <laughs> no, he ain't. God ain't pleased because you didn't do enough works. That's not true. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, God's angry at you because you didn't show up on Sunday. That and ain't true either. Too, bro. Go ahead, though. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm just getting it off. You know. Right, right, right. <laughs> go, go ahead, though. No. I mean, along those lines, what do you think when you like? Do you ever hear the testimonies of uh, people who experienced hell? And said, well, because I, I, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And it's do, 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 do. And I'm saying, I thought we were saved by grace through faith, not right. by works. Right, right, right. Any man should boast. How, how does that, how is that reversed? You know, and you see yourself in hell and the guy said, and I, and I, and I was a Christian. You know, he says, I knew I had gotten saved. Right. But I didn't forgive. I, it, but see, that doesn't line up because he who begun a good work. See, the Holy Spirit is the one that is responsible right. to bring you to a place that you look in the mirror and you cooperate with the image, which is Christ, in that area of your life. Yeah. If you can't forgive and you have an issue forgiving something, it was Jesus that was stretched out and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Our forgiveness is by faith. Right. What do I mean? It's, I believe, it's in his faith that I'm able to forgive. Yeah. It's not my forgiveness, it's his. That's why Peter was clear when he said in, 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 in his book, uh, chapter 5, verse 7, he says, Casting all your cares upon him, mm -hmm. for he cares for you. Yeah. Amen. So it's his forgiveness. So now, now, now I have placed my faith in his in his forgiveness, and he's taken my unforgiveness. That's why he says, if you do not forgive men their trespasses, your father in heaven, your heavenly father will not forgive you. Right. And guess what? You need help. That's why you have a helper. Yes. That's why the Holy Spirit teaches you to obey the statutes and judgments of God. Right. In that area where I cannot or I'm having an issue with, it's not that I cannot. That's why you got a lot of divorces that have taken place and a lot of a lot of spouses have taken the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand, like you know, if 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 a, if a spouse uh, uh, sexually abused, you know, a child, or, or or even have beat a beat a child, murdered a child, you know what I'm saying, through abuse or something like that. Yeah, I can understand that for sure. You know <clears throat> that you, in your carnality or in your humanity, you can't bring yourself to forgive that particular person. But that's why your faith. Is in his forgiveness. And now it becomes his. Ooh. And he already said, Father, forgive them. Mm, 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 so they mm. know not what they do. Honestly, you don't know the Lord if you've done something like that. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. How can you know it? Yeah. And do that. Man, come on, man. Come I mean, on. You've been bought with a price. You've been sealed with the Holy Ghost. Mm, mm -hmm. So, you know, with. God, there's a boundary when you truly say. I ain't talking about your past. We've all done something in the past or done some things in the past that we can look back and say, man, I wasn't saved. 
No doubt. It wasn't a fight. No doubt. Yeah, there, there wasn't a battle within. My flesh acted, and there was no resistance. Right. Definitely. That's a difference. There was no conviction afterwards. None. And so, and so, and so, yeah, man, I just, I don't know, but the Holy Spirit just, you know, told me to just say that. Because there's been a lot of marriages that have been terminated. Mm, mm -hmm. And we forget what Malachi, you know, what Malachi, what, what the Lord told Malachi. He said, I am the Lord thy God. Right. He says, look, this is who's saying this. I hate divorce. Yes. And then Jesus said, in Matthew 19, he says, from the beginning, he told them to read. He says, haven't you read when they questioned him about divorce and tried to trap him? Mm -hmm. He says, haven't you read from the beginning, it was not so. Yes. From the beginning, God could have gave Adam and Eve permission to say, hey, look, you know, divorce whenever things are not right. You know, you, you lost one of your sons and you're probably going to battle it. Oh, yeah, Eve, as soon as you screwed up in causing, you know, your husband to eat of the, eat of the, eat of the, eat of the tree that is unfor unforbidden fruit, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden you, 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 you curse the whole, the whole, all of mankind. Yeah. <laughs> and so Adam could have easily, I, I'm sure Adam, I mean, obviously Adam had an issue with his wife because he said, it was the woman that you gave me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had an issue. Yeah. <laughs> he had an issue with that. He, he and did. so, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, God could have easily been like, hey man, look, I gave you her, she screwed up, you know, you was created first, I'm going to give you the choice to get rid of her and get somebody else. Right, right, right. I created you somebody else. Right. I'm sure if he would have went to God with that, I'm sure God probably would have been like, you know what, Adam, I gave you her, man, so we're not doing an exchange. Right, we're right. <laughs> because from the beginning, it wasn't so. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what I, I just, the Lord just hit me to say that. I know that that's not our, not our topic, but you know how we do. The Spirit likes to win, so we, we just go whichever way he, he, he sent us for that moment. And that's what the Lord was showing me, that so many people, and this is the cold part about it. The people that they divorce, and I know I'm talking to somebody if they're listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you still think about them. Mm. That's why, because there's a soul tie, and it shouldn't have been. Right. Because you should have never went through with it. You thought of an excuse, or you listened to some uh, spiritual counseling mm. from some ecclesiastical ostinulogator. Well, if they committed adultery, this is, yeah, the Bible says that, but he says from the beginning it was not so. Yes, sir. So is, is forgiveness greater than adultery? I believe so. I believe so, too. Because Jesus forgave the sin of the world. Yes. Woo-woo. See, see, listen. Somebody listen and say, man, I'm about to screw it up. I let this girl, I let this woman go, man. She made a mistake. He gives us such, so many examples. Look at, look at Hosea. Mm-hmm. Married to a prostitute. Right. 
Here he is, the prophet of Israel, the voice of the Lord, and his woman running around with all of the prominent men of Israel mm, mm, getting mm. knocked up. Mm-hmm. And God has said, no, you're you going to take care of the kid. Right. It ain't yours, but, and you know why you're going to do it? Because Israel is constantly committing adultery on me, and I'm constantly forgiving her. Mm. So I need you to be the example and suffer this so that they'll see and understand that you're just not giving them lip service, but you're somebody who has endured the very thing that they are doing to me, and you're showing them an example right. of how <clears throat> I am with them. Right, yeah. Yes, so sir. I need you to go and be the highest bidder on the auction block because your old lady's been bidding. Yes, sir. Somebody else. I need you to go get her after she don't been uh, 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 wore out, should I say. Uh, uh, I'm not going to be technical. Right. <laughs> you feel me? After she don't been, you know, really abused and tossed around. Yes. Look, go get her. Yeah. You be it. You spend all your money and get off the auction block. Take her home and the kids that she don't have. Mm-hmm. And raise her. Mm-hmm. Look, it's your wife. She's already yours, but yet you're still going to buy her back. You're going to come on. <laughs> but that's what God did. Yeah, man. <laughs> he purchased us, bro. Yes. With Jesus' blood. Mm-hmm. He had to redeem us. Amen. That's what the enemy did. The enemy got us to commit adultery. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My so God. I said, nah, I'm going to buy you back, y'all. Even oh, though man. you did that. I love man. you. Come on back. Man, amen. come on. You got me about to shout up. Amen, amen. Hey, hey, that that that's a lesson for somebody out there who, who probably didn't even know the significance of that story. You know, or, I hope or, they listening. Or, or why they got why why that example, man. That was beautiful, man. That's that's a word from the Lord. And and man, you know, it's 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 like what we kind of said off air, you know, talking about God and what he says. And what he has said and what he's commanded and how God's word is settled. It's not moving. There's no meter to it. We have a meter that is always up to up and down. God's word isn't. Come on. Our meter has to catch up to God's word. It has yes. to hit on God's word. Right? Yes. So there's things that God has said that our meter is having trouble catching up to. Come on. You know, and 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 I thank God, bro, because even in what you're saying, to some people it seems impossible. Not just that example with marriage, but the life of God. It seems like it's impossible. That's right. But Jesus said, what is impossible with man is possible with God, right? And I also thank God that although we might, in our carnal thinking, we say, how is this possible? How can I do that? How can I live up to that? I thank God that the Holy Spirit was provided for us. Yes. In order to obtain that, in order to 
live by that because you mentioned the children of Israel. They didn't have the spirit of God. So, of course, they fell constantly. <laughs> right. They didn't have no power in them to live according to the word of God. We do now. We do. That's why the word tells us that, you know, we have greater promises, that our covenant is better, that we've yeah. received something that they didn't. What we have is better. It's better. That's right. And the devil says, it ain't fair. <laughs> but favor ain't fair. What God chooses to do with what he has, that's his choice. And he's chosen to give us his spirit. By simple faith in what Jesus did for us. So I thank God that he has simplified. Because you brought up again, Jesus, about the divorce thing. And he let them know. He allowed a certificate because of the hardness of your heart. He knows you are hard, hard, a hard hearted, stiff-necked kind of people. That's what it's saying. You don't have me living in you. You don't have my love in you. So, of course, you were given an outing. But now that I'm here, and I'm about to show you what love is, and I'm about to simplify it all for you, and give you my spirit on top of that, that's not going to be an issue. Come on. You're going to know that it's my forgiveness forgiving. You're not going to be so quick to bail out or sign off on something or give up on people or, or say that you can't because you have my spirit in you that is always willing. That's right. To always do the will of God. It will always say yes to God. Your flesh, on the other hand, says hell no to God. <laughs> I don't know and we always bring that up here bishop because it's kind of the, it's the same thing every day it's common right amongst the believer right. it, it's the flesh versus the spirit it's every day it's a war every day right and these religious people have conditioned the world and even our christian community to say that now nah, you have to be this religious type of person and you have to be this you know, you have to follow these particular rules in order to be accepted by God. And oh, if you feel a certain way, if you think a certain way, if you slip up, oh, you are not godly. <laughs> you have failed. God doesn't God doesn't like that. Oh. And it's like, Bro, relax. That ain't God. God didn't do that. If he did, how come he didn't strike the woman down that was caught in adultery? <laughs> you know, how, how come he didn't, you know, smack the woman at the well up because he knew that she had all kinds of dudes and the dudes she with now ain't even her husband? How come he didn't come condemning anybody? But in his own words, he says, I did not come to condemn the world. I didn't come to smack you across the head. I didn't, but that's real. Right, right. I didn't come to point out every little thing wrong with you. I came to save the world. That's right. Not to condemn it, 
I came right. that the world might be saved through me. I already know your issue. I know your issue better than you. I know the root of it all. And it's sin. So I came to die for it. I came to blot it out. It's like, uh, Bishop, like, you know, like sometimes cancer patients, right? Or or anybody suffering with something that is, uh, you know, destroying their body or something, right? A lot of the times early, if they catch it early, what do they do? Nine out of ten, they do maybe some surgery on it. Right, try to cut it out. They cut it out so that it don't spread into right. the rest of your body. Because it's terminal. Because it's terminal. If it spreads and it gets to a point, it kills you. You're dead. You can't come back from it in in what they say, right? Um, so Jesus understanding that sin is the problem. Sin is the virus to all this stuff. I came to remove it because once it's removed, you can function freely in the way I designed you to. You are no longer dying. You're living. You're alive now. You know what I'm saying? And and if it was anything outwardly, if it was anything more to that, that would have been addressed. That would have been, there would have been something for that too. But Jesus said, it's finished. I've addressed it. I've taken on the consequence of sin upon myself. I've dealt with sin. So those that turn to me your sin is removed. Well, how come I keep feeling this way? Hey, listen, man, your sins are removed. <laughs> your sins have been blotted out. Yeah, get, hey, get out, get out of your flesh. Yeah, get out of your flesh. Yeah. And get That's in the spirit. That's why you're feeling that. Because you're in your flesh, and now, and now your soul you know, now your soul has coupled with your flesh. Right. And the feelings have started and have started to fester. Well, why do I, you know, when I gave my life to the Lord, I didn't feel saved. Mm -hmm. What does feeling saved feel like? You know? <laughs> I mean, That's a good question. <laughs> come on. What is the feeling? What is the feeling like? Guess what? <laughs> little by little, the Holy Spirit began to grow in me. Right. You know, and I began to mature. Yes. And different, different, different events and circumstances, you know, experiences that I had in my life, the fruit of the Spirit began to give mature responses versus when I did not have a spirit man that was a lot. Right. My response was very immature. It was, it was, it was, it was like the world's response. Yeah. You cuss me out, I'm going to cuss you out. You put a gun on me, I'm going to pull a gun on you. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You want to give me a fade, I'm going to probably beat you to it. Because I don't <laughs> want you getting off on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't know nothing about walking away, you know, avoiding the situation, you know, praying about it, saying, Lord, don't let me go through what I can't bear. Lord, don't let me misrepresent you. Mm. You know, Lord, give me a way out. You said with the temptation, you will provide a way of escape. Right. 
Father, let your word open up the door so this won't take place. Mm. That's happened. Man. You know, so the maturity, you know, of my spirit man, you know, has 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 been demonstrated, you know, over the over the period of time that that I've been in a relationship with the Lord. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I make mistakes? Absolutely. You know, have I missed the mark? Because that's what sin means to miss the mark. Right. Have I missed the mark? That's why Paul says press toward the mark. Mm. The mark is the word of God. Yes. Jesus. Press toward the mark of the upward call. So do I always, you know, and I was a, I was a, I was a, I was an expert. Mm. In, 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 I was, I was selected to be in a marksman training unit. Do you know how well you have to know how to shoot? You have to have achieved expert every time you qualify. Right. And what you have is you have you have thousand meters, you know, fifteen hundred meters, and you shoot with different weapons. You know, but what you have is you have at this particular time, you had you had people with MOSs that worked in the pits. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they lowered the targets and put the pace, you know, uh, uh, they paced the mark where you would be as close to the bullseye as you could possibly be. I mean, your breathing has to be correct. You have to know how to aim, whether it's half mass, whatever the case may be. You have to know how to adjust the windage clicks on your weapon. Hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot that goes with it. Right, 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 right. And I was a good shooter. Hmm. But did I always hit the mark? Huh. No. Sometimes I hit below it. You know, outside of it, three clicks over, I would have to look at my weapon. I would look and see where where I hit. you got so many minutes to make the adjustment. So you have to know how many clicks it's going to take for your weapon, you know, or not the weapon, but for your, for your, um, for your, for your lens to adjust. Right. And, 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 and praise the Lord. When you make the adjustment, guess what? You where you need to be. That's how we do in our life. When we miss tomorrow, we come back and we make the adjustment. Mm. Because I'm gonna tell you, and, I, and I'm gonna say this one time to the whole world, and I am not in any way exhausting, giving this sucker no credit. You know, I'm saying this for those of you who are not fighting the good fight of faith. For those of you who are fighting less than a good fight, you know what I'm saying? Huh? Sometimes you got the heart to get in there and fight. Hey, look. Nate Robinson, like real life, we was talking about the other morning. <laughs> right. He got in there to fight. Yeah. But it wasn't a good fight, man, because like mm. my man said, Jake was in that lab. Mm. And he put hands on him. And so Nate didn't fight a good fight. And sometimes that's what happened with us in this spiritual walk, you know, in this walk of faith. 
we was talking about it this morning. Right. Sometimes we don't fight a good fight. No. Very you true. You know? But we got to adjust out. We got to adjust, make the adjustments. Yes. On our weapon, on the shield of faith, on the sword of the spirit, which is where we got to adjust, get in the scripture that is going to apply to that area that will be able to hit the mark. Right. And so, praise the Lord, bro. I, I'm Amen. not trying to preach no, that's or good. anything like that. But you know us, the Holy Spirit always give us analogies. Yes, sir. Mm. You know, to feed our spirit so that we'll know, you know, how to how to mature, you know, and encourage others through our spiritual maturity. And that's what we're doing today. And that's what we desire to do every day. And that's our prayer. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, that's really good. That's really good. That's what I got out of that the whole thing you just said is, is make the adjustment. Yes. Make the adjustment. You know, there's no failure in God. God never mm. fails. We just got to make the adjustments, you know, because you're right. You know, so many times we could feel like we failed in the area, you know, especially us that, you know, whose heart is really close to God. You know, any little thing can kind of make us man. feel like, oh, God, I'm like, man, I'm a piece of whatever. Like, man, I ain't nothing. yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, we got to go hide in a cave and, you know, beat ourselves for a minute. But it's, but it's like, but you understand it. It's like, no, I know God loves me. I know he's not tripping. He knew this before I even did this, or he, he already knew, but God continues to be where he's at and in the, stay in the position he's in and just calls us to himself. And, right. and when we do that, we make those adjustments. He shows us, yeah. all right, this is where, this is where I need to strengthen you at. This is where. I'm working on you on, you know, this is, this is what I wanted you to see through this. You know, this is, this is the lesson in this. This is, this is what we do next time, you know, and we just keep going. I would be crazy, bro. If, if the moment my son dropped his toy on the ground and broke it or something, and I just beat him, you know, and just denounced him, bro. You know what I'm saying? And kicked him out of the house or something. Right. And he's only four. Right. Like, that would be nuts. Like, how much more won't God accept us? You know, how much more doesn't he accept us, you know? Um, and he wants us, and he wants to teach us, bro. We're not just saved and then not saved the next day. You know, it's, it's a process, bro. It's a learning process. Some of us get it quicker than others because some people's hearts are just more open to cooperate. You know, some people grow faster because their faith is just more. That's but right. that don't mean that, you know, there's a failure somewhere. They're, they're, all it means is that wherever level we're at, we got to grow from there. That's right. You know, we, that's why I love about our ministry, man, early church ministries, you know, um, with the background that we have. Because, you know, we, we grew up in a place where we didn't have time for the whole, you know, Big me, little you. And what I mean by that is we're all, we were all in the same boat. Amen, bro. We, we, and so we couldn't condemn one another because right, in that place, everybody condemns everybody. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, in essence, in reality, and on paper, we're all condemned. Um, come on, bro. 
right? We're all in the same prison. We're not, nobody's here for being good. (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? Nobody's here because they were good. And and the cold part about it, the devil's so twisted, is he's categorized sin in prison. Like, okay, this crime is worse than yours. Right. Well, they, yeah, so they try to do, do that. This. Or, yeah. this crime is more glorified than that one. You kill a police and you go to prison, they treat you not like you are, like, not like you are angelic host. Right. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, you know, it's, 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 it's the devil's perversion that's warped because he wants somebody to feel condemned. Mm-hmm. He wants somebody to come under condemnation. Right. See, but that's why I thank God that, you know, it was brothers like ourselves that was on the front line. Right. You know, yeah. becoming weak to make the weak strong. Yes. Standing against the opposition for the sake of the weak. Woo. See, that's, that's what gets me, bro. Especially when I run into a brother that came out of that culture. If they tell me anything different and they're a Christian, I'm like, hey, man, well, probably God wants you to redo that because he finishes the work that he starts. Yeah. So, like you said, his love never fails. So there's no failure in him. That's not an option. Right. <clears throat> You're going to pass the test. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he's going to be your proctor looking over your shoulder. Mm. Showing you where the answer is at. Yes. Like, oh no, there Ooh, you go right there. Come on, Here, man. Mm. You, you, you're going to pass this because my children must pass. It's yes. scripted. Yes. For yes. you to back. Yes. You know, praise the Lord, bro. That's why I'm like, mm. I look and I'm like, you know, I've been hearing, I, I see, I, I see certain podcasts, cats glorifying prison and giving this and that. And yeah. How, could, how dare you? <laughs> I remember seeing some of those. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, you're crazy. Oh, I'm sure man. you encouraging, encouraging people. I guarantee you this. I wish God would let you get a, a glimpse of hell and see if anybody in there glorifying hell. Mm, mm, mm. I guarantee you they're telling you, just like the rich man was telling Abraham, look, send Lazarus to go tell my brothers, don't come to this horrible place because I'm tormented. Right, 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 right. He said, send somebody from the dead. He said, Abraham said, no. He said, they won't listen to nobody come from the dead. He said, they got Moses and the prophets, mm. and uh, they ain't hearing them. Basically, yeah. they're saying, they're the direct mouthpiece of God. Right. And they ain't hearing them, so someone comes back from the dead, ah, they're not, no, they're not hearing them. Man. And, and you know what, man, what made me say that as far as, like, us not having, a um, like, a judgmental spirit um, because of where we came from, and on paper, um, according to the world, the state, what have you, you know, we're all, we're all in one prison together. We're, 
we're all here because of a crime, something we've done wrong, right? Um, you know it's going to be the same way in heaven and hell. And what I mean by that is there's only going to be one standard that stands alone as to whether you're in one or the other. In hell, you're not going to be asked, unlike prison, what are you in for? Right? In hell, you know what you're in for. You're not going to be asked what necessarily you did that brought you here. In hell, there's only one thing that you can do. There's only right. There's only going to be one reason why you're there. Come on. And that is unbelief in the sun. Come on. In the sun. You talking to somebody, bro. Right? Come on, Holy Ghost. There's only going to be one reason. You're not going to brag to your friend of how how many people you killed or how much drugs you did or whatever. You're not going to brag about none of that. Nobody. Nah, contrary to power and belief, I don't care about hell because I'm going to see my homies there. Uh, It ain't going to be a party. Trust that. Right? Unlike when I first went in, 19-year-old kid sitting around with these dudes who are jumping and high-fiving each other and hugging each other and saying, brother, I haven't seen you in a long time. You're here too? And it looked like one big family reunion, and I was sitting there 19 years old wondering, why do these fools think this is a party? I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, hey, look. And when I was younger, I was, you know, I, again, I've always had a big mouth, so I didn't care to say what I said. I told them, dudes, I was like, man, y'all act like you happy to be here. It got on my nerves that they were so happy to be locked mm. up. Mm. So, on the other side, in heaven, when we're in heaven, I'm thanking God that I'm not going to have to hear my brother next to me bragging. About what made him come here or what good, how good he was to deserve to be here. I'm glad we'll all be on the same playing field and say, we're here because we believe. We believed. We accepted the redemption plan of God through Christ Jesus. That is all. You know what I'm saying? That's That's it. it. That is it. That is it, bro. So in the world, like you just said, we'll sit here and measure each other. Compare. In prison, we got the audacity to compare when we're all locked up, but we got the audacity to compare whose crime was better. Come on. And whose crime was greater? Who was what crime is more acceptable? What makes you a sucker and what makes you solid? And become the jury. And so, you the jury. When you just got right. sentenced, but you the jury again. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, we've been blessed to like this kingdom thing is so real, bro, because God is God no matter where you're at. God is God no matter where you land at. No matter where you live, no matter what condition you're in, God is still God. And in that culture, God just elevated us above it. Oh, yeah, bro. And right now, even right now, we're so respected. Bro, 
I'm talking about in and out. And guess what? God's going to prove what happens when you're faithful. Right. He says he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. See? And, and he, look, he, God don't have no problem featuring his favor in you. Come on, man. Ooh. He don't have no problem. To, I don't know why people think that God don't like jury. Uh. Come on, man. That's what he, heaven, heaven is, 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 is full of jury. Mm. The streets is gold. Gold may be devalued here, but it ain't devalued in heaven. Mm. Topaz, emerald. I mean, bro. All kinds of precious Crystal. stones. <laughs> Diamond. That's yeah. right. All of that's regular. That's, regular. that's like Ooh. That's like wood here. It's like, boy, that's regular in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, that's like cement here on earth. Woo. That's regular in heaven. Come so on, bro. Like, bro, it's like we got, I mean, the, the Christians have to start thinking with the mind of Christ, bro. They got to set their sights on things that are eternal. That's a good word, yeah. You Amen. know what I'm saying? Mm. And when you do that, it's like somebody told us, an old retired pastor said, he said, the reason why people are not rich, he said, becoming wealthy here on earth is easy. Mm. He said, but they're not rich in the mind. Right, 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 right. That's a bar. As a man thinking in mm. his heart, bro. That's a bar, bro. That's true. Man, that's so, so true. That, that, I mean, I mean, I mean, God counted Abraham righteous because he believed, bro. Yes. Abraham was a wealthy man. Yes. He never did ask God for wealth. No, he had that. God gave it to him because your faith brings it to you. Back to God ain't sending the rest. We don't serve a God that's poor. Man. The Bible says he owns a cow on a thousand hills. Man. And, you know, God just gave me the revelation. Oh, dumb me. He said, I own the hills too, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I own that real, I own, I own that property too, they over there uh, Come on. stomping around on. It's mine. <laughs> yeah. And the fullness thereof. And then mm. he turns around and say, and all that dwells within it. Mm, 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 mm. And, and that, you know, and it's like, when you see through the lens of God, it becomes clear. But what happens is, Pastor, is that so many Christians let the enemy seduce their minds into thinking that they're not worthy. Right. So mm. they so they lose identity. Mm. Rather than looking at Galatians two and twenty and accepting that I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I no longer live. <laughs> I no longer live. It's not you. Mm, mm, mm. But it is the Christ that lives within me. My man, man. And that 21st verse, Miguel, is a cold one. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 
it, 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 it's clear that, look, if you believe in any other way or you try to demonstrate that in any other way, right? Mm-hmm. You frustrate the grace of God. Very true. That is that is very, very true. Absolutely. If you if you got if you if you if you're doing something to attain your righteousness, Paul says Christ died in vain. Right. Mm. So it's either either you believe and you accept it, or either you don't. Mm. Mm-mm. Wow. I I mean just in everything you just said, man, it it just it it just hit me really to be honest because it's a reminder to me you know and and I thank God this episode is called making the adjustment by the way because I I, I like <laughs> I like that you uh, that you sparked that because it, there's adjustments happening right now with things that you're saying Ooh. um for myself personally you know and I want to be and I want to be transparent on this on this podcast bro you know I God's just telling me just be more transparent, you know, and I think we are, but I, you, but you know what I'm saying, just yeah. in 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 just um, following God and all this, you know, in in app, uh, applying uh, the application of 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 uh, the experience of the application. That's that's the words I want to use. Um, yeah. and and even as what you're saying is just reminding me of a time, um. Where here I am, I, you know, I grew up in prison, basically. I went in as a kid and came out a man. Right? And, and God made me a man, by the way, so I don't mean by, by age, but maybe by the world standard, yes, age as well. Um, and, and here I am, I was a kid, I never owned anything, I never had bills to pay, I never had responsibility as an adult. The state was taking care of me, in a sense, according in, in worldly terms, right? But we know God. God is the one who took care of me. We know that. Um, and here I am getting out at 32 years old, a grown man, right? And I have to face a world that prison has said, you're already going to fail because you have a stain on your life. You're a convict, right? So even inside, they're training you to embrace failure. So not only have you already been sentenced, years of your life thrown away, but now we're setting you up with a mentality of be ready to fail. Right. Right? Be ready to fail. That's why you'll be back here in six to 12 months. That's what they say, right? Come on. Because we've already, whether you knew it or not, have already put into your mind that you're a failure. So we'll, we'll see you when you come back. Enjoy whatever months you have, right? But because I was saved, and I was deposited the word of God. And I've been, my mind was renewed. And I chose to listen to God than what the statistics and what the 
spirit of failure was trying to be installed into me, right? I was leaving prison with an excitement to see God move in my life. I left prison with the excitement that, you know what, God, you showed me that wherever my feet tread, I possess the land. I'm leaving prison with the excitement that everywhere I will go, all of heaven is behind me. (laughs) And so I stepped out, Bishop, and when they said you need a job in less than a week or two, or whatever, a month, or you'll go back to prison, didn't faze me. Don't worry, I'll have a job. Guess what? Before I even touched over there, I already had an interview a week prior at a hotel before I even stepped to the work release. My interview was already set up. And I had a job that weekend. You arrive on a Wednesday, I believe, and I started on Saturday. (laughs) And I started working on Saturday. So boom, all right, cool. Kind of basic to God, right? So... I had the vision already as far as this recording studio and becoming an engineer so that I can do my label thing. I could do my rap thing. I could do all that straight from home, have my own stuff, right? Yeah. I said, I want to go to school. They tried to stop me from going to school. They said, nah, you can't come to school. They even threatened to send me back to prison because- Right. Listen, they even threatened to send me back to prison because I went above the head of my counselor because he told me no. And I knew that God said yes. So I went above I went above his head and sent a kite to the director of the work release. And they called me in there like the Sanhedrin council and grilled me for going above his head for 20 minutes. And the lady threatened to send me back. What talking about I could just send you right on back and you could finish the rest of your time over there. And I said, ma'am, I've done 13 and a half years already. No disrespect, but that's not intimidating me. You having your policy that we can go to school. And that's what I want to do because it's in my release plan. I have it on paper, right? Come on. And she looks, because they have your file there. She looked. She looking at my release plan. And she says, she couldn't do nothing but say, you know what? Here's the problem. You're only working a job that you're only working on the weekends. You're You're not qualifying because you need to bring me 32 hours of work for you to qualify to go to school. I said, that's it? She says, yes, you're not making enough hours. I said, okay, I'll get another job. She said, fine. If you do, she's, she looked at me like, fine, if you can do that, then that's our policy. You can go to school. I said, thank you. And she said, don't go above your counselor's head again. I said, I won't. I appreciate it. Left. Guess what? Got another job in less than a week. 
at another hotel that, look, God is so cold because I was going to another one because I was recommended that one because they said they'll hire you quick. But because I landed on the wrong side of the street, I went ahead and applied to that one because it's right there. Then I went to the one I thought I was going to go get. And guess what? That one didn't call me, but the one I didn't think was going to call me is the one that called me. And I was working again. I worked a week. I did 33 hours. I brought my little slip to her, to the coordinator, and said, here's my 32 weeks, uh, 32 uh, hours of work per week I'm doing now. Can I go to school? She said, tell your counselor to make you a pass. <laughs> Bro, come on, man. Not only God that, look, right look, 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 not only that, I had my FAFSA done, meaning I basically have a free ride to college. Right. I didn't have to pay a dime. I had all my education, all my grant money. Look, and started started school that summer. So I'm going to work and I'm at work release and I'm going to college and I'm barely even at the work release. I just go there to sleep. (laughs) But my point in saying all of that is God is adjusting my thinking because at that point in time, I knew I was the head and not the tail. Come on. My thinking was rich. Come on. I said, whatever I said, whatever I put my hand to, I can do. Because God already said I can do it. And when I started going through certain things recently, within the last few years, I know the enemies attacked me in that way. And it's discouraged me. Right? And my mind hasn't been thinking richly and it's affected me in that area right but now that we got some stuff popping (laughs) now even now listening to you speak and saying what you just said god has reminded me i told you come on whatever you put your hand to will prosper come on man i've already enlarged your territory Continue to walk in it by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Stop worrying about the distractions. Because, bro, guess what? We can see it. <laughs> that's I mean, that's my know, spill right there, Bishop. Go ahead, man. Faith and not by sight, man. Yeah. Just live by faith. You know? Oh, and shout out, you know, shout out, rest in peace. He went home to be with the Lord at 89, mm. Dr. Fred Price, man. One of the, one of the most prolific faith teachers mm. that God called to this generation. Huh. Powerful, bro. Powerful. African-American. Mm. And, you know, at this particular time, you know, in the, in the early 80s, bro, African-Americans wasn't really shown on TVN like they are now. Huh. And this dude, bro, he broke the barrier. And I ain't talking about it like Carlton Pearson to where, you know, his faith and belief was warped after huh. after so many years, you know. This dude kept his hand on the plow. Huh. And didn't look back. Mm. And uh I I just uh I just I just wanted to give him a shout out, man, you know, um, and also, um, there was a singer 
that uh, he as well, he, uh, he, 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 he passed, and uh, he was always on TBN, and uh, I, I can't even remember his name, but uh, he looked like he was, uh, he was, he was Italian, hmm. and he would, he had anointed songs that, that God had gave him that was just so powerful, you know, in, 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 in ministering to, you know, the church, right. you know what I'm saying? Because it talked about victory. It talked about how we have, you know, attained victory and how Christ has given us this victory eternally. And, you know, once and for all, you know, he, 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 he's given us to us. And matter of fact, his name was Carmen, mm. but he has this long, I don't know if it's Spanish or if it's Italian, huh. uh, uh, Lissaria, Cardello, that was, it's a long last name. So he just went by his first name, Carmen, and he would always be on TV and singing. And I know, I know when, when I was, uh, uh, in the, in the, in the, on the, on the, uh, uh, on the oceans of the peninsula, you know, huh. looking out of that, looking out of that little, uh, 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 what do you call it? That little three inches of window <laughs> that we had, right? And it couldn't open. Right. But just looking and seeing, you talked about it earlier, you know, the majesticness of God. Mm. Seeing, seeing the majesticness of his creation. Right. You know, the beauty of it. You know, and I would see the sun over the horizon and the reflection would beat off the ocean. Beautiful huh. scenery. Beautiful scenery. And uh, uh, this man, would, would he would be singing during the close of uh, the closing of a show. Uh-huh. And at this time, you know, you in, you in close custody, so, you know, you got your head, your, your little headphones and, and, your, and, your, and your celly got ears, you know, because you, you watching different things. Right. You know? And my celly was a Muslim, and he kept saying, hey, man, who is that? Mm. And I couldn't pronounce his last name. Mm. He said, he said, but I'm reading the words, man, and he's singing about Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. He said, how, how? he said, we, we don't sing about Muhammad. Hmm. You know? Interesting. And you know what I told him? I said, well, we sing about Jesus because he's our Lord. Right. That dude just got real quiet. And you know what the Holy Spirit showed me? Huh. You can't worship anybody outside of the Lord. God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's good. You can't worship nobody outside. Anything outside of worshiping God, it ain't true worship. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's why he got quiet. Right. I, the Lord just led me to say, well, we worship him because he's our Lord. Man. And it hit him. Like, man. Mm, mm, mm. That is so true. That is so true, man, because it's it's who he is, you know, and, and 
he stirs up a song in you. You know what I'm saying? He he puts a he puts um uh, it says that he gives us a garment of praise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how how can you how is anything developed inside of you to usher into somebody you don't even know? Come on. You don't even know. You don't even know him. He's not personal to you. That's what it is. He's not personal. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? And uh I thank God that we have a personal relationship with God. It's saying religion, it's a relationship. That's what we say all the time. You know, and when you have a relationship with somebody, it stirs up something inside of you. You know, just like when you fall in love with somebody, like, you know, the things you wouldn't do, you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what you won't do, you'll do for love. <laughs> That's what it says. That That's what that song says, right? So it, I do Donny Hathaway used to. Yeah. It, exactly. Man, that's crazy. I actually love that. Yeah. And, and, and so when, when you have a relationship, things are developed in you, you know. So, uh, man, I, I love God, man, but I know he loves me so much more. Um, You know, the best is yet to come. Um. You know, we will we will see the reward even in this lifetime. Um, That's what he said. And obtain the ultimate reward when when this life is over. You know, and so uh, man, this was good, Bishop. This was good, man. Uh, thank you again for for your your words of wisdom. Uh, thank you for just the revelation that you share with myself, with those that are listening, man, you know, it, it's, it's rare that a lot of people don't have this type of thing in their life, you know, for, for, for our yeah. listeners, we do this every day. Come on. But we just decided to hit record on it finally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's the difference with, you know, no judgment zone and whatever anybody else is doing, this, this is what God has given us to do. Because there's so much that he's poured into Bishop myself you know where we come from we have a testimony attached we ain't no frauds bro we ain't we ain't you know we ain't no gimmick we ain't out here just saying it and not living it this is what we do every day because because god is our life he's our light he's in us this is what we do and and some people don't have that bishop some people just got religion you know, they just got religion, bro. And and um that's as far as you'll go because it's religious. Religion don't give you freedom. Religion confines you. Religion will remove God's word out of your life, God's power out of your life. And that's not his will for us. So we're thankful that we've had the opportunity and the privilege um to be entrusted with the words of the king. You know, and and we're just living the best, you know, that we can. You know, with the power God has given us, we're we're just doing our best too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're 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 yeah. doing our. We are living our best life, and it ain't through no drink no. or smoking no drink. <laughs> it's through right. Jesus. Right. He is the he is the best life. So. <laughs> 
So, man, I just want to encourage everybody out there as well, man. I, I really pray, man, because I know for a fact we ain't nothing, but God's giving us gold, bro. He's giving us jewels, bro. He's giving us revelation. He's giving us experience. He's giving us a whole lot that I know is going to bless somebody. Um, yep. Because it ain't about us. He ain't giving us all this for us. Shoot. The heck do I want to recite all this to myself for? This is for us to give. You know, and um, we just want to encourage people um, in the things of God, you know, um, in, in, in everyday life and how God applies to every everyday circumstance um, and that nothing is impossible with him. Because look what he do with us. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we that's what we have to get in our minds. It, being a Christian doesn't look like a squeaky clean person with a suit on. That's not what a Christian is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being a Chris, right. being a Christian ain't looking down on everybody else, thinking we're better than everybody else. That's not what a Christian is. Giving you know, being a Christian ain't giving you a bunch of rules that'll say, okay, yes, God accepts you because you followed all the right things. It's not what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm thankful, man. A lot of people be like, you ain't ever got to revert to the past. Like, yeah, I know we don't because we're not con- uh, trapped by it or, or, or uh, 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 what do you say, bound by it or, you know, like we can't get over it. No, we use what we have because people got to know, listen, man, you can't appreciate the bad, the, the good news without the bad news. Bro, <laughs> come on. Look where we come from. So if he can do it with us. He'll do it with you wherever you're at. <laughs> you know, he he'll uh you know, he specializes in that. That's right. He specializes in taking what's broken and restoring. That's right. You know. So, anyways, I could go on and on and just cause like you said, in praising God and, and just giving him thanks for who he is. I, I can go on and on, bro. You know, you can go on and on. We don't we don't even have the right words to articulate how good he is. Come you know on, what I'm man. saying? Like all we can really just say is man, he's good. You know, because we 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 I, I, my my vocabulary ain't that extensive. <laughs> scripture says, hey, the scripture says, holy and awesome is his name. Mm. That's right. That's why I, I always try to say that God is awesome. Amen, bro. Amen. God is awesome, bro. Amen. Well, we thank you again, everybody who's tuned in. Uh, I am Miguel Profect Esparza and my anointed pastor, man of God, uh, Bishop. We thank you for tuning in. We're here every Thursday. Hit us up, man. NJZ underscore podcast. You can find us on shoot twitter and instagram so give us a follow man we're on apple Podcasts. we are on soundcloud and before you know it we'll be on every other streaming site that you guys enjoy um so until next time man we love y'all be blessed remember god is great and he's greater than your circumstance he's bigger than what you see he's bigger than what you think and man if you just believe him Amen. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Just, just get ready, man. Just believe him. Amen. All right, Bishop. Any last words? Yeah. Just uh, shout out to, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to.
to my sister and uh, and to her husband. Amen. Uh, Pastor Harvey, that encouraged me this morning, and my nephew. You know, they all came in agreement and just encouraged me. And also, just want to uh, let Pastor Fred Price Jr., Pastor the Crenshaw mm. Church in Los Angeles, to carry the mantle, sir. Mm, amen. Carry the mantle that's been passed. Whenever you take up a mantle of someone else's, there's always a double anointing that's going to follow. Mm, that's good. All right, bro. Amen. All right, y'all. God bless y'all. Amen. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>